Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. The most wonderful day of the week. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, it's Friday. Randy Hauser will be in later. I'm glad to be here. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Let's do the show. Let's start right now. Up first, here he is. He had a sty in his eye. Oh, my my eye. It's our video producer, Eddie, everybody. Guys, guys, I attended my first coaches meeting. And the schedule is out. The Laker Bones, which is the team, my son's basketball team that I am coaching and you, Bones, are sponsoring. Mm. The schedule's out. Our first game is not this Saturday, but the next. After Thanksgiving? After the, uh, No, no, no. Not this not this weekend, but next weekend. Next Saturday morning. After Thanksgiving? Isn't that Thanksgiving? No, I think it's right before Thanksgiving. It's right before Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving. You, I oh, think I, you thought, really, I thought next week was Thanksgiving. We're no. not that far down. I'm so tired. I, I was hoping. Nope. <laughs> you throw me off, man. I, I really thought that was Thanksgiving. I'm glad you said that. I was already getting the turkey warm. You're already making plans? He <laughs> was already carving. Oh, man. Okay, so the Laker Bones are playing. Yeah, oh, I'm making be there. We're playing the Wildcats. Oh. It's, a, it's at 9 in the morning, though. I hate the... Oh. Not, oh. He's guys, like, never mind. I'm busy. Guys, I scouted the team. Just I mean, just by names. You know, I looked at on the schedule. And you looked at their Instagrams, kids? <laughs> just just kind of... And looked at the coach, what really? he looks like. Mm. Dude, we got this game. You feel... All right, let's get Laker Bones. Laker Bones. We got this one. Okay, okay. How many teams... How many people are on our team? Eight. We got any big men? Oh, we got two big dudes. Oh, we got any shooters? We got three good shooters. Yes. And, and the other the other ones are just great defenders. We like that. We're working on it, though. So we have one more practice. This Sunday is our last practice, and we got to go hard because if we, like, massacre the team the first week, we may not practice again. 
Well, I don't like that. What but do you mean? Remember, I'm, I'm, we win the league. I'm throwing a pizza party. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm the Jerry Jones of this league. Yeah, you are. I got a little flair to me. I'm an owner with a flair. Yeah. So I'm going to show up in the owner's box and wear a suit. And they're going to be like, who is this guy? Yes. I'm the owner of the Laker Bones. <laughs> Where's your box? The uh, owner's box? I'll bring a cardboard box. <laughs> it's a classroom <laughs> by the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're rooting for the Laker Bones. Yeah. All right, up next here he is, Lunchbox. All right, Lunchy, you're up, buddy. So Amy brought us a remix her son had made. She, he was watching videos on YouTube, and it's like of people farting and inserting it in songs. And I was like, Psh, he has nothing. His wasn't even any good. So I made my own remix. Oh, gosh. Oh, my no, 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 no. He, like, made We're not it. Playing. He no. did it on his watch. Like, yeah, yeah. Your I, son did. Yeah, because the YouTube ones are mostly How did you sound do it? effects. Raise Mike. What? Oh, are you gosh. kidding? <laughs> Ray, do you know this? Yeah, it's disgusting. He <laughs> used your mic and, and farted in it to make a song? What? Yeah. Ray, I, I can't play it. Ray's about to talk in his mic right now. No, that's just... why I'm a foot away from it. <laughs> that's First of all, that's disgusting. No, no, I wiped it down. i tell you what we'll do. I'm not playing it on the air. Why? Well, because oh it's gosh, disgusting we'll it and it's early. I tell you what, we'll put a clip of it on the podcast. Okay. You want you don't want to at least hear a little bit? No. No. Like no. a little bit, a no little chance. bit. I don't. Like you want to hear the song? We'll put it on the podcast where people want to go hear it. You can stop it before I get to the, the part. remix part. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. We can't do that. Oh. <laughs> you tricked us because it started immediately. Okay okay, 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 okay. We'll put more on the podcast, but we ain't doing this. Okay. We'll put it at the very end of the podcast. Oh, my but God. will you send it to Stevenson because he'll love it? Yeah. Oh. Okay, Amy. Just, yeah. Here she is, Amy. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So I saw someone post on Instagram that also has a 15-year-old driver with a learner's permit. Like that they bought this magnet to put on their car when their kid is driving. And it says, please be patient, student driver. And it's a magnet. So she takes it off when their kid's not driving, throws it on. And that way, others around her are aware that like, hey, be a little cautious around us. We're learning. And I thought, do I need to order one of those for when my daughter is in the driver's seat? Did you ask her if she would be embarrassed by that? I don't really think she cared. She just thought, Mom, you probably need to keep that in your car all the time. <laughs> oh, for you and your driving. Did she say that? <laughs> yes. She's that's funny. funny. No, that's fu- hey, it's funny because it's true, right? Yeah, it is yeah, true. Yeah, right? Do right. you think she's a better driver than you already? No. Oh. Trust me. I don't know. Let's see what DraftKings says. Ooh, plus 100 who has an accident for <laughs> um, Okay, all right, Ray, go ahead. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, his radio show is in syndication. He's the leader of the B-Team Nation, Bobby Bones. Thank you very wow. much. Hey, I'm going to uh, do a little something here. It's, we're going to premiere the song. I'm going to tell you the story behind it. So one one day, Garth Brooks called and said, this is a true story. Hey, do you want to come open for me? And it was a whole story about how I didn't even believe it was Garth Brooks. But we get to the point, I was like, okay, Eddie and I will come open. The Raging Idiots opened for Garth Brooks in front of 80,000 people. Wow, amazing. It was a wild night. And, but at the whole time, I'm thinking nobody cares. Nobody's going to care about us. And I'm having a conversation with my wife. I'm like, nobody's going to care about us. We're the opening act. Nobody cares about the opening act. So we wrote this song, and it's called Nobody Cares About the Opening Act. And so we were like, Eddie and I and our friend Brandon were just sending voice memos to each other, kind of writing the song just on our phones. We recorded it, and it's about how we were the opening act and nobody cared. And so I posted it on my TikTok, and a couple of my friends commented, said, this song totally is us. And it was Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis. And I said, well, why don't you guys write your own verse then? Why don't you do the song with us? And so they did. And so we're going to world premiere it right now. This is The Raging Idiots. It's, I guess if you look it up, it's Bobby Bones and The Raging Idiots featuring Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis. And no, they wrote their own verses. Yeah. That's awesome. They came in and, and wrote their whole things. Funny verses. Yeah. This is called, and they'll be in later to talk about this. This is called Opening Act. 
So that's my little part of this here. And here it is, a world premiere of The Raging Idiots with Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis about the struggle of being an opening act <laughs> when nobody cares. Bought a ticket, said the show started around 7 o'clock. You got there early, sat in your seats, and you got ready to rock. Now you're stuck. Watching a band that sucks You never even heard of these guys You should go Wait in line for some nachos Cause everybody here knows Nobody cares about the opening act Nobody cares about the opening act You don't know a single song that they play Your only wish is that they get off stage They said sing along and no one saying it's true Opening act. Now's about time for a button light lime and a half an hour bathroom break. Cause her pants look funny and she ain't real country and her accent sounds a little fake. Yeah, I'm dead. She said she knows how to change a tire. I should have stayed at home cause she ain't Luke Combs and I didn't make her a sign. Nobody cares about the opening act Nobody cares about the opening act You don't know a single song that they play Your only wish is that they get off stage They said sing along and no one saying it's true I drove all night in a 15-seater van There's so much gear on stage, I got no room to stand The only crowd I'm playing to is a bunch of empty chairs So with a hundred bucks in a tray of cold cuts Really all I'm worth I'm Gonna lose my mind If that guy don't stop screaming Freebird I'm not playing Freebird, bro Nobody cares about the opening act Nobody cares about the opening act You don't know a single song that they play Your only wish is that they get off stage They said sing along and no one sang It's true, it's true, it's true Nobody cares about us They don't even pay us that much and we couldn't even afford a bus cause nobody cares about us cause we're the opening act thank you everybody no one's clapping but we gotta go Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My girlfriend got me interested in your show within the past year, and she's also updated me on what happened with Raymundo and his twin. Unfortunately, I'm afraid I'm about to be in the same boat. 
My twin has a history of dating people who isolate her from all her friends and family, and she just started dating someone who is doing the same thing. I've tried to talk to her, call her, text her, but it doesn't feel like her conversations are getting anywhere. I've even received some texts where it doesn't feel like I'm even talking to my twin. It feels like I'm just talking to somebody I know. And they've not even been the nicest messages. She tells me I'm crazy and that I'm wrong. I want to be close to my twin, but I don't know how to stop her from isolating herself and making a bad decision. I'm just wondering if you have any advice on how to talk to a sibling that is making a really bad decision. I'm curious if Raymundo, who has a twin brother, has any advice, especially because they're not that close anymore. Or maybe they are. Sincerely, a twin in turmoil. <laughs> so, Ray, <laughs> that's Ray laughing. Uh, Ray, they have a twin, and I guess they're falling out of being super close with their twin. Yeah. I mean, similar to my situation, um, but he, just, he, my brother just got mad at the family, oddly. I just think time will heal everything. I don't live there, or I would swing by the house. So What made you guys fall out? Uh, I guess he got mad that my sister and mom were talking bad about his wife. Oh. And then they kind of had a shotgun wedding. After and, that or before that? All in the same month. But were you involved in ta- the, the crap talk? No, I mean, I live down here, so I never did anything face-to-face or text. I just read it all. But why would he be mad at you then? He's not mad at me. He's not mad at my nephew, but he just doesn't talk to any of us. Okay. But And then he also, with our wedding two years ago, he made up some weird excuse. Just none of it made sense. Yours. He didn't come to yours. Didn't come to my wedding. Oh, so he doesn't seem like himself. So, I mean, I'd say maybe a couple years he realizes maybe he needs something, and he hits me up. What do you tell her? There's nothing you can do. You can't force people to talk to you or force a relationship. It's just like I would imagine it just like a best friend, friend. Sometimes you go through stuff, and sometimes the relationships just don't happen. What can you do? Therapist, but he works at a lumber mill. I live in Nashville, so I don't see a therapist ever working that out. Do you ever text him be like, hey, hey bro, I love you? Yeah, I did some uh, psychology, psychology types things where I would like mess with him, and I'd be like, hey, man, I'd offer him a bunch of free stuff. And see That's if not he, the same thing what? as I love you. you said That's yes. good. Test him. And I, wanted job, to, right? and I wanted to see. I was like, hey, man, I got a bunch of cool stuff I'd love to give your daughters. Da, 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 da. I didn't have any of it, but I just want to see if he'd bite and he never bit. What? So he's ignoring you? <laughs> yeah. Everybody. He's not talking to anybody. Oh, he won't even answer a text. No. Not even with free stuff. Wow. Yeah. So that's and not even with that bait out there that Ray tried to lure him in. And he with. tried to lure him for his daughter too. Not even him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ray went double dirty. Yeah, Ray. <laughs> no, I mean I think eventually it'll all be fine, but you just can't force stuff. Sometimes people go through some stuff. No idea why he's that mad at everybody. It was just a little text thing. But is he ally? Does he think you're allied with the rest of the family? He's mad at probably. Are you? No. I mean, we all just want to talk to our brother, son, sister's brother. I, I mean, all that. It's all just normal stuff. We just want to talk. Oh, man, I hate to hear it. I didn't know it was this bad. Mm-hmm. I thought you guys were talking again. That was sad. No, no, yeah. I think it was last time. was maybe a couple years ago. He hit up Laura like five times and asked Baser, hey, what does Ray want for his birthday? But then never sent me anything. So. <laughs> oh, he, that was hey, psychological. Bait. It's bait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Baited you up on that one. He didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I don't even care about this email as much anymore as I'm... No. Ugh. Would you send him a message going, hey... I know we aren't talking. Wait, same number? Does he have the same number, you think? Uh, I believe so. All the same time that was going on, he changed his number, and then I, through the grapevine, I got his new number, and so I believe I was texting him. I could have all along been texting his wife. I have no idea. She's very controlling, and there were some times You do she, talk bad about Okay. Uh-huh. This sounds a this lot could, like the email. There was times she would send three paragraphs of a text like it was my brother. My brother doesn't talk like that. My brother's never texted more than a sentence, so <laughs> already a red flag that we know she texts for him. 
it's family against uh yeah. you know in-law or whatever or sister-in-law sister-in-law that's what it is i mean it's very similar to this email yeah so would you ever text him and be like hey i don't know if you'll ever read this but love you and one day i hope we can be brothers again and leave it at that um i would have to unblock him first but you then, yes, I was. But why did you block him, him? Oh, if he's not goodness. responding? <laughs> I don't know. I just did it. Maybe he why is responding, you, but he's why blocked. Why did you block him? When you turned down the offer for your daughters, that's It was a fake you, offer. <laughs> oh it would have been real if you would have accepted but it. But you said you never had it. I could have bought it. Hmm. Wait. Oh, boy. We need to... What if the wife is blocking him? Yeah, or I mean... He's never been a technology guy. I could see him not even having a cell phone. My brother's completely different than me. Maybe he's never responded to any of these messages, and he just said, I don't care about my cell phone. Maybe that's the case. I've just never seen him in person in 10 years, so. Oh, my. That's you unbelievable. You haven't seen him in 10 years? Not in a while. One time he went, at, we met at a Waffle House as he was going to Disney World, but, I mean, I wouldn't say that a sit-down conversation. No, I a- met him, like, eight years ago. Yeah, okay. then that was the last time. Okay. Did you hug him? Uh, we never really hug. Oh, man. That's just how my... What, He's a lumberjack. The, the men in my family don't hug. We don't... Okay, I get that. That's, yeah. that's fine. But I'm saying you don't not hug purposefully because of your your relationship. Yeah, we would never hug. It's always just maybe so a handshake. even if your relationship is good, there wouldn't be hug. hug. Like Lunchbox kisses dad on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Very yes. di- I kiss my dad on the lips. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not joking. He does. So it's different than you. Not a big deal. Kiss my mom on the lips, too. Yeah. Sometimes triple kiss. Um, so <laughs> my prediction is everything will resolve itself. Just let it happen. But, but but it's been eight years and he's talking about time. Well, if he's in the, I don't know what, if it's vicinity, go to their house. But go you to, can also, you can always, I tell you what, you want, you want a day off? Go for, you can fly up there. I don't even know his exact address. I'd have to search the entire town in Nagani. Well, you know. Well, that's like 10 houses. Lumber mill. <laughs> I'm not going to the lumber mill. I already promised I'd never go back to that place. <laughs> How much a plane ticket up there? Like 800. 800. Ah, you get cheaper. I go search for him. He'll be on the front porch waiting for me with a gun. Wait, no, no he won't. That Escalating, Ray. <laughs> so you're telling me if we if we sent you up there, yeah, and gave you the day off work, you wouldn't go. I would go and meet him, find him. I would find him, but it would take a minute because he has a weird schedule. He'd probably be at the lumber mill during the day. All right, now I'm going to think about this. Where do you fly into, Ray? So I'd fly into Marquette. And Marquette. so then I'd... Then we'll come I'd, back on this. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back on this. <laughs> That's hey, interesting. by the way, to the emailer, just let him know that you love him and you'll be there for him, but you're not going to change her. Yeah. And we have an- another situation on our hands we're going to take care of here. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Well, right. thanks to the email, though. Yeah, we thanks. Got, it really got to really s- sprouted up a new plant, huh? Yeah. We got a whole crop here now. Yeah. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. 
And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest when it comes to making cool graphics i'm not very good at it but every once in a while if you see me do something and i'm like i made this and you're like i bet he hired someone nope the truth is i i use canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design and because of the templates already built in you can do things that look super cool you can do like mike d who does know a bit about it and it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck, and it looks like it took like a million hours to make, then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. It is time for Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. The five most random yet most fun facts of the week as found by us. Let's go. Eddie. Guys, rabbits, they cannot puke because their digestive system only goes one way and that's out their butt. Isn't that crazy? I guess the the muscles in their stomach aren't strong enough to push it forward, so it only goes one way. Would that be called... Pooping. Poop. But, but if it's different. <laughs> I know that the mouth of a jellyfish fish is also its anus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a good fun that's fact. That's a good fun fact. Well, that's not hey, mine. let me change mine. You know the mouth of a jellyfish? <laughs> <laughs> I did not, Eddie. That's a double. There you go. Uh, lunchbox, what do you have? Guys, we've all been to the swimming pool, and we get out, and we got red eyes. And what do we say? Ha! Chlorine must have got in there. 
Nope, that's just because someone peed in the pool and it's missing, mixing with the chemicals. <gasps> uh, no! Yeah. Are you sure? No. If you've ever gotten red eyes after swimming, it's not from the chlorine. It's the result of chemicals mixing with urine. Uh, Boom! Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone does that. Let's go challenge swim. that one. All right, challenge it. And how do I we mean, do that? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? There's that? no process here. I mean, that's what it told me. Hmm, okay. Morgan, what do you have? Gatorade was invented at the University of Florida, named after the mascot of the school, the Gators. The university now receives 20% of the profits from the beverage. Oh, I didn't know that part. 20%? 20%? Oh, my goodness. Wow. It was to aid the Gators. That's amazing. Gatorade. And wow. they still make a bunch of money off of it. What That's a deal. Crazy. Amy. Okay, so the chills that you get sometimes when listening to music, that's caused by your brain releasing dopamine, a neurotransmitter that causes pleasure. So music can do that for you. Listen to it. Mm. I guarantee you Lunchbox has never had chills listening to music. Yeah, it's hard, though. I don't know. It's got to be like like really connect with you in some way. Oh, you've never done it? Yeah, but rarely. Okay. Man, when it hits, like song comes on, you're like, wow, that's so good. I got chills. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. First time I heard meant to be. If it's meant, meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, it 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 be. That was the song? Mm-hmm. Cool. That gave you Baby, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> and finally, the name Pepsi comes from the word dyspepsia, which means indigestion, since the original use of Pepsi was to help people with digestion issues. Oh, my. Huh. And it turned into a soda. Interesting. Wow. It was just a burner. You know how we talked about- um, Yeah, hydrogen. The, the bubbles. The carbon, carbonation. Mm-hmm. And and Coke is cocaine, right? No, well, yes, it had, <laughs> it had, yes, little yeah. elements of it. Well, and it was used for medical purposes as well. Yeah. Not just Coke is cocaine. I think just saying that. Yeah, yeah that's. But that's where the name derived from the cocaine. That's crazy. Plant. Co- um, cocaine. Coke. Cola. Cocaine and Coca Cola. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Congratulations to Mary Flip. She's a woman in Arizona that just turned 101 years old. (laughs) She has lived through the Great Depression, multiple wars, had six kids. She's a legendary artist. Been through a couple pandemics. Oh, yeah. That too. All kinds of things. And she has survived. And here she is talking about raising kids and living so long. Having six kids and able to cope with it, even now they're all grown. Now I can stand back and see them fighting. (laughs) She asked what your secret for life is to make it good. Tequila. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's her secret to life. And she's uh, celebrated uh, this big birthday with her favorite beer, Guinness, and some dancing. See? So people that always go, you know, the secret is Mountain Dew or pork rinds or tequila. <laughs> the reason they can say that is because genetically they are so strong mm-hmm. that they can have a lot of this stuff yeah. and live. It's not what makes them live. It's that their genetics are so strong that they can do it and still live. So that's not the true secret? It's not the true oh. secret. The true yeah. secret is... They made some good decisions, but mostly genetics. I would wow. imagine her parents or grandparents live long for their age as well. All right, that's a good one. I like it. 101. I'm going to go have some tequila today, although I've never had any. <laughs> I'm going to start. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. I'm big Randy Hauser guy. Let's walk through Randy's hits from 2012. How country feel? Get your hair down, hair down. From 2013, Running Out of Moonlight. Two jams right there. Oh, they're so good. 2013, Good Night Kiss. 
started with a good night. Jam. 2015, we went. And he's on right now. He's got a new album out called Note to Self. We'll talk about a movie he's going to be in later. Here he is, Randy Hauser. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Randy Hauser. 2022 is a big year, Randy. You got new baby, new album. I mean, it's crazy. It's like, it's like one more thing in my head might explode. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the difference and I, I do want to talk about the album in a second but what's the difference in one and two kids for you because Huck's four right and you have a ten year old but that's like an older that's like older yeah but four and baby Huck, at the house Huck's three he, uh, yeah. he turned he turned three in June but like they say terrible twos or what's up but no I swear it's three so when you have a you baby know? and a three year old can the three year old watch the baby while you guys go to dinner <laughs> We're trying. We're at, we're asking him, but he said he had other plans. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I get it. Once his independence, I get it. Yeah. It was a diaper party. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, new album out today as well, and it, it's it's been a while, my friend. So, also yeah. very exciting. Like I don't know. You wake up, the record's out. Do you go and look on Instagram or Twitter to see what people are saying about it? I guess you know it's, it's so weird because traditionally I've been like, okay, I got to do my trip to Target and Walmart or whatever and go buy the record. All of like that's almost non-existent now, you know? Mm, yeah. So I don't know. I guess I'll just, I'll probably go look at your, all your social media stuff and see if anybody's saying anything, how bad they're dogging on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you go to ours for is to see people dogging on anything. Mostly me. If you go to ours, <laughs> it's just everybody attacking me. Do you, do you get any hate mail? I feel you. I figure you're so beloved, Randy. Does anyone ever say anything about you that's not positive? Of course they do. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, it just not nothing really bad though. I, I don't know. I'm pretty. I don't know. I, I'm pretty stoic when it comes to that stuff. I think it just I, I, you have to be. I don't know how you deal with that. You know. I mean, but it's like they people don't realize they can actually hurt your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is absolutely like, true. And I do get my feelings hurt sometimes. And I am real. Yeah. And if you prick me, I do bleed, Randy. I know. I don't. I don't think that people realize that whenever they're just talking, typing to a screen, and they don't realize that. They don't realize that, that they're affecting the mental health of a person that they're actually just firing bullets at, you know? Randy's the one doing it. I can tell. <laughs> He's the one that's been saying this stuff about me. It just it's happened. always me, man. Mm. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the new album is out today, Note to Self. Yeah. How many tracks is this record? Just 10. Ju- you know what's funny? Yeah. You say just 10. That's a lot. But at the rate that some people are putting out, I, and I like that it's 10 because yeah. – there are some people like, hey, we're doing a new record. It's uh, 93 tracks. And I'm like, I'll never be able to hear all those. I saw one of day. It was like 30-something. The most I've ever had on an album was 16. And it was too many. It was like, okay, we're bored. You know, you get bored with something after that many. But So I think, you like, for me, I'm going to keep scaling it back. You know, I like that. I've gotten to where I kind of like the E.T. thing. You know, where it's just like six, five, six songs. It's just like you can concentrate. You can put more attention on something like that way, you know? Yeah, I feel so I don't like know. if it's too long, I don't get to spend enough time with each song. Yeah. And this is, you know, each song is an independent piece of art that people have sat together and created both uh, with words and thoughts and ideas and then sonically in a different space. And if it's so much, if it's like a four-hour movie or a three-and-a-half-hour movie, I struggle with those because yeah. – I eventually, unfairly, my attention span is not there anymore. No, I know. I, I get that. And especially being and, and with doing what you do and trying to stay familiar with what everybody's doing, 
you just don't have enough time to to put into a whole to albums that are that, that long with people, you know? Yeah, the only albums I listen to now are nine tracks or less. Just heads up. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> shave one off of mine. Just, just randomly shave one off of okay. mine and listen to nine of them. <laughs> hey, what is the role you have in Killers of the Flower Moon? I'm basically like an attorney, uh, but I play the guardian over the estate of um, the family that Leo's, uh, Leo's family, you know. Like the, I, and I own a general store, like a big general store. It would be like what, what, Walmart of the day is, you know. So my wife has read that book, I think, a couple of times. I haven't. Great book. Yeah, I I haven't. She just she talks about it a a bunch, and so and I've seen it around the house, and so that's why I know it. Her telling me the story, but then Martin Scorsese Mm. is the director, right, of Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, and it comes out. Yeah, he is next year. And how do you get this role? And I mean, how did they approach you to audition for it? And did you audition? I did, you know, but well, you know, it's it was really strange because it's not it's not really something I ever saw myself doing, but it was uh, just a request that came through my agency from through my management, and just out of the blue asked if I would be interested in uh, reading for it, and I and I was like, well, I don't know what I, I'm not an actor, but yeah, I guess so, and I just went through that process like five times with the casting agent. And, um, like the fifth time they, they were like, would you cut your hair and shit? Yes. Of course. I I guess I would, you know? Wow. So they gave me the part. I'll be completely unrecognizable. in it. That's so weird. Wow. Did you, this is a dumb question, but, um, humor me. I mean, I assume you got to meet Scorsese. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he must have met him a lot. Yeah. Is it pretty intimidating (laughs) to be around one of the greatest to ever do it? Dude, it was, I mean, so, yeah, it was fairly intimidating. I, so my very, very first scene I was in was at this, at this, at this general store that they had built. Like, it's huge. It looked like if you walked into, I don't know, it, so they'd spent tons of money on the scene. The day before, I'd seen a guy take like 17 takes for each angle and they were getting aggravated with him and I could tell. And I walked in and my first scene was, uh, with the, at this huge table in the back, which would have been my table that with Leo and his family. So here I am, first day it goes in like that, you know, and it's so Scorsese's kind of running through it with me and all that. It was pretty, I'll, I'll save it one day I can come on the show and tell you the whole story, but it was nuts. That is nuts. Wow. And I want to get back to the album. I want to ask yeah. one more movie question. Um, so yeah. what you did lines with DiCaprio? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that oh, was my oh first, yeah, oh yeah. That's my great. first day. My first day was with Leo. My second day was with De Niro. What? We're gonna pick up all these names, you know. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> this conversation. I'm gonna hold till he comes in. So yeah. next time Randy comes in, that that crazy, right? I mean, wow. yeah. And this wow. to think that it just kind of came across his desk. Let me check my desk real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An extra and a Tide commercial. Oh. That's what I got. An extra. <laughs> We get to be a real one. I mean, that's amazing. Jeez, it was it was it was actually you know I realized that there's a strong parallel to from what we do walking on stage to to the what actors do, and that's just hitting your own switch. Because I was you know I was so nervous before, but when it when it came time for them, they were taking me from my little chair onto the set. It was just like okay, we're going to work. You know, right so it's cool. I hear you, but that's like. 
That's like you're going to go and, hey, we're going to need you for a basketball game. All right, cool. I'm going to go over there. Oh, oh, it's Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, Magic John. Oh, oh, Larry Bird. Yeah. Oh, cool. Kobe. It's like, what? Yes. Well, it was, it, it felt a lot like that. We will get back into that next time you're in. But the album is called Note to Self. It's, it's 10 tracks. Hey, what do you think here is the, is the most, like, I'm going to say traditional, old school country song? What's the most traditional song on the record? country around here tonight and why what what about that song makes you feel like it's the most country well for me it reminds me of everything that was cool when i was you know 17 18 years old and riding around the sonic parking lot in mississippi you know and and it was also you know reminds me of the time in those years when i was playing little bars and setting up all the pa and everything myself for you know day and waiting on the line of cars to come in to play every night i mean it's just that that classic barroom country uh, 90s vibe about it. And this record is not a 90s throwback record, but that song has just got that so much of that vibe about it, you know. Do you care so if, I, I play, if I play that one? You, you have a problem with that? No, I'd love you to play All right, well, then that's what I'll do. Hey, he, he hopes. Right. I do. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> this is a Country Round Here Tonight. The new album is out. It's called Note to Self. Randy Hauser, finally. It's back. It's 10 tracks for you. If you're like me, and you only have nine, pick one to throw away. Pick one to never listen to. I'm going to pick, hmm, which one do I think looks really dumb? I'm just kidding. I'm, not gonna pick I'm just kidding. I'm, not, I'm just well, kidding. Well, you know what? Listen to the one you're about to play and then listen to the other nine some other time. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do one a year. <laughs> Check back in in, 20, in 2032. All right, he's got a new record out today. It's called Note to Self, and we're going to play Country Round Here tonight. Randy, congrats on the new record. Congrats on the baby. Congrats on the the... The movie, I mean, it's yeah. everything's coming up, Randy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, man. Yeah. But I'm very thankful for all of it. And thank y'all for for, uh, for letting everybody know about the record. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Bob. All right. Thank there he is. Randy Hauser, everybody. Here's a voicemail from Stacy in Houston. Morning, studio. Tip for Eddie. Steep a tea bag in hot water and then take the tea bag and put it on top of the sty. Do that a couple of times throughout the day, and that should help with the inflammation of the sty. Eddie's eye is humongous. Mm-hmm. It's like growing a second. It's growing a second eye in that single eye. It's so big. The doctor said it would be down two days ago, and it's not. Yeah, he said Wednesday should be fine, but it's doubled in size, it's, tripled maybe. It's like a globe. It's like I want to spin it and look at all the, pl- all the other countries. I think the styes are having babies in my eye. Ew, I don't like thinking about that. Well, that's gross. But hey, question about that, though. Does Is the tea helping here, or is it you just... You drink the tea. I think it's she something that's that. in the tea. <laughs> it's a relaxing tea, mm-hmm. like an Earl Grey. Okay. And think about what you would do whenever the sty's gone. Huh. I, I, English I, breakfast. Oh, yeah. Make sure it's a caffeinated tea. No, you, I think you just put the tea back. Are you guys just making stuff no, up? No, yeah. caffeine helps, I think. <laughs> yeah, it stinks. Your eye's big and it sucks. I hate oh, that for you, buddy. good. All right, let's go to Annie in California. I have a morning corning for y'all. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Frostbite. Pretty good one. Love mm. it. Okay, here's one more. This is Karen from Liberty Hill talking about the CMAs a couple nights ago. I'm watching the CMAs and I paused the picture of y'all up there getting your award and I was trying to find Eddie and I found him with the sunglasses on. He just looks like one of the Blues Brothers but he looks okay with the sunglasses on in the whole group. Y'all cracked my butt up. It was so <laughs> funny. But congratulations you guys. Love y'all. Thank you and Eddie still got the glasses on this morning. Yeah, still rocking them. Dude, I can't see anything. I'm running into things. I don't know how rock stars do this. A lot of practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. And, and you feel like nobody can see you, so you're just like, well, whatever, man. Well, I can't ever tell if you're looking at me to talk. Anymore. I know. That's what's annoying about I may, this. I may not. You know, you'll never know. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you 
can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I I use Canva. Because you can take a dumb-dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make. Then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft. And then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it. Make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Whoa. The Bobby Bone 
Here's Amy's pile of stories. Jennifer Lopez did not hesitate to take Ben Affleck's last name when they got married. I had no idea she was Jennifer Affleck. I think it's a dog. Affleck. That's like Affleck. Affleck. I think it's a dog. <laughs> He's Af- still thinking about Affleck. Uh, she said that that sort of thing to her is romantic. It carries tradition and romance for her, and she's just that kind of a girl. And then, you know, she was with Alex Rodriguez, and then suddenly they broke up, and all of a sudden, her and Ben were kind of back together. I didn't know how that played out until I read this article. And what had happened was Ben sent her an email saying, hey, a magazine reached out to me, wanted a quote about you, just so you know, I gave you a glowing one, like a comment. And then they started corresponding by email, and voila, secret visits started happening, and they got back together and married. What does that tell you? An e- email's crazy. What, what, is, what does that tell you? I don't you? know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, I really don't care about these two. I, I think she's still going by Lopez. She's not going to be JF? Per- professionally. Jeff. <laughs> Okay, well, this story you will love because it's for our veterans. Today is Veterans Day, and Starbucks is offering free coffee to veterans, current military service members, and their spouses. You just have to show your military ID, and you'll get a free 12-ounce hot brewed coffee. Now, they've done this before, and it's always been hot coffee, but this year, FYI, they have added iced coffee for free, too. That's right, because Americans are served like little iced coffee, too. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. I do like that story. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Doctors told this boy in Illinois that he would never walk or talk. Well, here's the thing. He's six years old now and has defied all medical odds, and he recently went to a Keith Urban show. He was there with his dad, up on his shoulders, holding up a sign saying... I wasn't supposed to walk. I wasn't supposed to talk. Now I'm jamming to Keith Irvin. Well, Keith saw the sign, paused the show, went and talked to the boy, gave him a signed guitar. Like, it just, like, well, this guitar cardboard cutout situation. He signed it, did the whole thing. Here's a clip from the show. And what's your name? Kellen. Kellen. What's, oh my God. Kellen. Kellen. It's a beautiful name. They said when he was born, they said he would never walk or talk, and now he knows all your songs. He loves you! What if he could only say things that Keith has said in the song? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Keith's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. on Monday, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a really good story. It's inspiring. Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Jeff Lachance is a military veteran who needed a new roof on his house but couldn't afford it, and he hates asking for help. But he said, you know what? I got to take a chance. Looked up the local Habitat for Humanity and called him and said, hey, I need a new roof. I'm a military veteran. They said, oh, let me contact you with Owens Corning. It's a business that their goal is to get new roofs for veterans for free all across the country. So they got some local contractors, got him a new roof, and here's Mike from Owens Corning saying why he helps the veterans. We've done about 350 homes now for veterans in need within this area. Uh, so we're, we love giving back to the community. That's, that's the greatest thing. Wintertime is coming, and we want to make sure that the family and his grandkids are protected from all the elements. So any veterans out there, if you need a new roof, hit these guys up. I like it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you're a military veteran, you need a new roof on your house, call them. They'll do it for free. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Why do I feel like Lunchbox is feeling, because he needs a new roof. He keeps saying, like, yeah. maybe if he says that <laughs> enough times, <laughs> like, someone I, I, will do They'll reach out to him. Uh-huh. Like, he says their yeah. name uh-huh. enough times, I'll also go, hey, we, we'd like to give you a roof, too. Yeah, yeah. Owens Corning. Yeah. Great, great organization, man. But you are not a veteran. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I think it's a company. 
Owens yeah. Corning, yeah. Yeah, it's an o- Owens Corning yeah, yeah, National yeah, yeah. Roof <laughs> Development Project. I mean, that's a lot to say, so I just say Owens Corning. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, hit them up, man. Free roof. Get, no, <laughs> all the veterans. <laughs> yes, veterans only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's talk to Anna, who lives in St. Louis. Anna, good morning. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, first of all, congratulations on your win. That's awesome. Thank you very much. We're still super pumped about the CMA, and I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, long time, uh, long time listener, first time caller. But for the first time, I had something, and I'm like... What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with people? people? Okay, so last night I was getting gas and a younger driver pulled up in the, in the pump behind me but did not get out to pump her gas. She went for the squeegee sponge and she immediately went to clean her tires. Um, <laughs> then she went back and dipped her water in again and went to clean the hood of her car, literally like you would a window getting it wet and then squeegeeing it off and then proceeded to clean all her windows. Do you think she didn't know what the squeegee was for or do you think she was just being economic? I don't know. I mean, exactly. There's a car wash right across from her and I didn't know if I should say anything. She was a younger driver, like maybe 18, maybe 20. And I'm thinking, did she learn this? Is this like the, this is the first time I've seen it? I don't know if anybody else uses it for anything else other than their windows, but it definitely was a "What's wrong with people?" moment. What's wrong with people? <laughs> or just saving money? Hey, hey, I did that. I remember the first time, like I got my driver's license. I did that. Like I've washed my hood and everything because that's what I thought it was for. Oh, but the tire makes the tires it so weird. dirty. The tire's then the weird. next, it's dirtying the water, and then I'm gonna give a benefit for the doubt. Thanks, uh, just trying to watch a car. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll learn. Yeah. She'll learn. Oh, we appreciate that, Anna. Thank you for the call. Hope you have a, a great weekend. Yeah, you too, guys. All right, see you later. Amy, time for the morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What do hippies put on their Thanksgiving potatoes? What do hippies put on their Thanksgiving potatoes? Groovy. (laughs) Groovy. (laughs) Pretty good. Pretty good. That was the morning corny. I'm going to ask each of you guys what you consider yourself to be a super fan of. You can only be a super fan of so many things because it takes a lot of time and effort to be a super fan. Super fan. This one girl, her name is Carly Cluck. She's 19 years old. She is a Taylor Swift super fan, and she's such a super fan that whenever the announcement came out about Taylor's tour, she got so excited, she had a collapsed lung. Oh, my. She was was breathing breathing so so hard, and she was so excited. Wow. That's a super fan. That is. You're blowing a lung. You are a super fan. (laughs) Dang. So Carly Cluck... A Taylor Swift super fan. Amy, what are you a super fan of? George Strait. Why do you say it like that? Because I'm like, I don't know that I'd lose a lung over it, though. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox? Teen Mom. You are a super fan of <laughs> Teen Mom. <laughs> Lunchbox will go wait in line to meet a Teen Mom who wrote a book. Yeah. He won't even read the book. He'll just wait to meet her. Yeah. Did you read the book? No. no. Never. <laughs> Eddie, what are you a super fan of? The Dallas Cowboys. Dude, when, when the game's on the line and there's like a, a kick to be made to win the game, I hyperventilate. Is one where I have to just lay down and like relax myself because I stress out so much on Sundays watching the Cowboys. Ray, what are you a super fan of? Big Brother. I used to watch the live feeds. I'd go days with it. When the show would end, I'd have withdrawals. 
Really? Yeah. Oh it, it was very severe. When I had to cancel the membership to the live feeds, I was like, dang, it's over. I'm a super fan of Arkansas, Razorback <laughs> football, basketball, and baseball. I'm a super fan of David Letterman. Other than that. That's it? Yeah. I mean, I used to watch every Cubs game. But now that I'm older and I have a lot to do, I can't watch 162 games. So I'm a fan. It's hard to be a super fan. But for Letterman and for the Hogs, I'd give up a lung. Let's go. What about music? You're still <laughs> yeah, super John fan. Mayer. Of- yeah, John Mayer. Yeah, I'm not a super fan. I'm a big fan. But Counting f- Crows no more? Oh, man. Eddie and I did go to Counting Crows show. Man, we've- we just hugged each other all yeah, night. Yeah, we did. We busted lungs, too. We did. Oh, what a night. It was a great night. Oh, what a night. I'll never forget it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> super fan Morgan, what do you got? Marvel movies. I watch those on repeat, and I think I've dressed up ever since I started watching them as Marvel characters the last two years You're now. You're like cosplay now. Yeah, I, for, I would do cosplay. I would go to Comic-Con. You would go to conventions as a Marvel <laughs> Heck character? Heck yeah, I would. Lunchbox, what else? Because I feel like you have a few of those weird ones. Are you a Survivor super fan? Yes. Survivor, Amazing Race. Real world, obviously. Real world. The, that, the biggest real world super fan. Oh, Johnny Bananas. Oh, yeah. He's part of that. Yeah, yeah but... Johnny Bananas is awesome. Would you, let me ask you a real finger, would you cut off the tip of your pinky finger? Oh my gosh. To live with him for a month? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, for one month. Be roommates? Yeah. The tip. You Wait. cut off from your knuckle, from that little bendy knuckle. Would he feel the pain from it? Yeah, you'd have to make a butcher knife and go, boom! Oh Ooh. my goodness. Now you could, you could bandage it and get it fixed real quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you do that? And then I'd be like, Johnny, I did this for you. Oh my God, That's he would psychotic. be out of there. He'd break out of that house. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, good luck to Carly Cluck, 19 years old, Taylor Swift super fan. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of Jordan Davis and Lainey Wilson. They're going to come in in a second because we have a song together. Mm-hmm. Me, Eddie, Jordan, Lainey, we have a song together, The Raging Idiots. And so we're going to talk about that in just a second. Appreciate you guys. In studio with Jordan Davis and Lainey Wilson. Jordan, first, I know you just want a CMA for Song of the Year with Luke Bryan. Big deal, big deal. But when The Raging Idiots ask you to do a song, that has got to be career-changing, right? It was definitely... Uh... It, it was eye-opening. Uh, I mean, when you think about buy dirt, buy dirt, who cares? When you think about buy dirt versus opening, opening act, act. Yeah, like where do you put them, one, and then who cares? Well, it, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, you know, opening act will never be topped. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's number one by a long shot. You heard it there. Wow. And how much money do you think this song will make it? Because now you're, <laughs> since Jordan wrote his verse in the song, yeah. so you have a publishing in the song now, and probably if you were to collect the dollars, what do you think that's going to be? Oh, at least $30? $30 million. Probably $30 wow. million. Dollars. Oh, he just said $30. <laughs> Oh, I thought he said thirty million dollars. Oh, that's that's different. Oh. Well, it's a, we're split it a good way. It was five riders. It's on this five thing. riders on this thing. So five? What are we? L. A. Well, this is, is what this happened. Oh my gosh! This is what happened. We just me, Eddie, and our friend Brandon. I just sent a text, and then we all just started texting it back. And then I called Jordan, and I was like, "Hey, man, you want to be on the song?" And he ignored me for three months. <laughs> no, I. Do you did remember not. this? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Do you remember this? I said, "Jordan, do you want to do the song?" And I didn't hear from him for three months. And then Jordan and I hang out a little bit off off the professional circuit here. And I was like, hey man, why do you hate me? He was like, I don't hate you. And then I said, why'd you not want to do the song? And he goes, well, I thought it sucked. And then I said, but can you take one for that, the team? None of this is true. <laughs> You're saying it's all a lie, None Jordan? of that is true. Oh, okay. I, I, said that's I, my wanted, I said I wanted to do, <laughs> and I thought the powers that be were handling it. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there was some miscommunication. And I'm glad that we got it squared away because it was me, you, and Eddie playing golf that day. And I remember being like, Hey, I've been wanting to do this. I just hadn't heard anything else on it. I will say, Bones, that on that day we were playing golf, He, you were in another cart, you went somewhere else, and then Jordan made a phone call and started yelling at someone like, why didn't you tell me oh, about yeah. 
But I don't know if anyone was on the other line. Oh, he didn't even call. You know what I mean? I don't know if anyone was really on the phone. All right, I thought you'd be. I was like, wait, did I really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're very happy that you you came on the song. You really, mm, chef's kiss. It was, it was, yeah. The free bird, perfect. I remember I told you that that day. And I was like, I was like, I really thought that line was great. And then the cold cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you know that's usually what we got like just sandwich trays I just felt like it was very very fitting does it offend you that when we looked for someone that would definitely you know understand the whole idea of an opening act we picked you like does that offend you in any way no but it doesn't mean like that was now me. he is now he's offended <laughs> you haven't thought about that hey I mean I'm, shoot me and Laney we both came up have, being first of three and and that's the thing too is the one line that it was in there where I was like I don't know if people are going to get this was like there's so much gear on stage that you have no because I remember playing first of three where it was like we barely got all of our equipment on stage so because the headliner gets the whole stage yeah they get the whole stage now two that that's quite a funny thing that we thought of you but here's the actual reason was when I put it up on my TikTok one we're friends and two you wrote a little message on there you're like oh I, I feel this and I was like. Great. You and Lainey both did. You're the first ones yeah. to comment on it. And that's yeah. literally why I was like, well, let's just ask them because they, they both resonate with yeah. knowing what this is about. I never one second was like, oh, that's like, no, I would, I would love Until that. now, Eddie insults him. <laughs> that's no, rude. I, no, I, I thought it was great. It's actually, we're closing our shows with it now. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Can you imagine? He starts playing it. That's funny. Now over to Lainey Wilson, who just won female vocalist of the year and new artist of the year at the CMAs. Congratulations. Massive deal. But again... Why was recording a song with Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots an even bigger deal and your number one most favorite thing? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, it gave me an opportunity to really just, oh, my gosh, I guess kind of go outside of the lines and Mm. write real stuff. Real stuff. (laughs) Finally. I'll say this, and I'll be uh, serious about Lainey. Whenever I was like, hey, Lainey, you want to do the song with us? And I was like, just write whatever. Lainey came in with the song. She wrote her whole verse. And she came in and she does a verse. And I'm like, that's so good. And then she goes, I have another one. And I'm like, you have a whole second verse. And she goes, yeah, I don't know which which one's funnier. She knows. And the second one was even funnier than the first one. And I was like, <laughs> we suck at this. And yeah. this is what we do. You're so- it hit me to my core. When I saw y'all posted the song, I was like, I feel that on another level. You know how many times I've been like, these people don't give two about me. <laughs> As the opening act, people are like, we just want to see whomever. Yeah, like, who is this? And that's and, and honestly, whenever I put the video up, and I got like a million streams immediately, and the two people that posted on it first are two of my friends, you and Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm just gonna ask them because they both were like, we feel that completely. <laughs> so when we win our, our our first Grammy, where do you think we'll celebrate? Where? Yeah, when we win our first Grammy for this song. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we want to like island or like Mont- Montana, the mountains, or where? Where do you want to go? Let's do it in both. Mm. Oh, we'll have a we'll oh, buy a jet. <laughs> that's a great and then we'll idea. We'll go do both. Gosh, Laney, that's genius. Wow, I'm and smart. When we win, here's the deal I'll make you: if we win over three Grammys for this song, I will buy you a horse. Two horses. Three horses. Four. Five oh, wow. horses. Jeez. Yes, it's that's, one song, guys. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Relax. Well, Laney, you're amazing and you're super funny. And for anyone that's wondering, wow, how come they must have worked harder on Laney's verse and made it so much funnier than the rest? We didn't write it. Laney no, did. She just came in, facts. sang it, facts. and crushed it. And thank you, Laney, for being a part of the song. Oh, gosh. Thank y'all for having me. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. When it comes to making cool graphics... I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva. Because you can take a dumb-dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make. Then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft. And then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it. Make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. These questions are so easy. Easy trivia. The first category is Bobby Bones Show Hobbies. Up first, since he's our champion, Lunchbox. Lunchbox, whose hobby is or was bird watching? Oh, Amy. Correct. Eddie, whose hobby is plants? Mine. Correct. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. You don't even know your own hobby? Oh, like, is that me? Hey, Morgan, whose hobby is listening to the Razorback Daily podcast? You. Correct. Amy, whose hobby is calling 911? Lunchbox. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> All right, if you miss it, you'll hear this sound right here. You've been boned. You don't want to get boned. Now, three to three, Eddie and Lunchbox are tied. Come on. They play for the championship. Let's go. Here we go. Don't miss it. The category is U.S. Trivia. Easy trivia. Lunchbox, what do the stars on the U.S. flag represent? The original. The the 50 flags, 50 flags. Hold on. Hold A lot on. of words there. None of them really hold connected. What, are those the answers? No, hold on, hold on. I almost messed up. It's the states. Correct. Oh, I almost oh, said the original colonies. <laughs> in which U.S. state, Eddie, was gold discovered in 1849, causing a rush to the state? Ooh, that's uh, California. Correct. Pretty tough one. 49ers. Yeah. How many colonies, Morgan, were there originally? 13. Correct. What's considered to be the American symbol, Amy? Symbol? What animal is considered to be the... Thank you, the eagle. Correct. The next category is cartoon characters' favorite food. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is good. I mean... All right. Lunchbox, what cartoon sailor's favorite food is spinach? Popeye. Correct. Woo! Eddie, pizza is the favorite food of what famous cartoon reptiles? The Ninja Turtles. Correct. <gasps> Not good. <sighs> yeah, this. Those is... are the only two I knew. Yep. Morgan, what cartoon cat's favorite food is lasagna? Cartoon cat. Cat's favorite food is lasagna. It's a cat. What cartoon cat's favorite food is lasagna? Well, there's there's Tom and Jerry. There's the Lady and the Tramp. But neither, I don't. Cats. How? Oh, what? Tom and Jerry. You've been boom. I don't think Lady and the Tramp were cats. They're no, dogs. They're two dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Tom and Jerry, one's a mouse and one's a cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the answer is Garfield. Garfield. That was one I was... Oh, yeah, I never watched that. I knew Garfield. it's older. Sorry. Amy, what yellow-skinned cartoon dad's favorite food is donuts? Oh. Simpsons. What yellow-skinned cartoon's dad's favorite food is donuts? Who am I saying the dad's name or the son's name? Well, uh, the question is... What yellow-skinned cartoon's dad's favorite the, food is donuts? Okay, I, the the, fav, the Simpsons are yellow and the dad eats the donuts. What do you want me to say? Bart Simpson's dad. Mr. Simpson. What do you want me to say? Isn't it the Simpsons? They're yellow and the dad eats donuts. I know oh, he boy. does. With his little belly Guys, is anyone out. else struggling with this? No. Okay, no, just making no. sure. Well, no, no. What yellow skin? Cartoon dad's favorite food is donuts. Yeah, five seconds. We're looking for the cartoon dad. Bart Simpson, Marge Simpson. Homer Simpson! Thank Jeez, you. Louise. Don't get mad at me because oh you don't goodness. know the answer. You were like putting it on me, but you didn't know the I, answer. I, can't, I did know the answer. The Simpsons. No, that wasn't, that the, wasn't answer. the answer. <laughs> the next category is the human body. Lunchbox, what organ pumps blood all around your body? Uh, uh, um, uh, the heart. What was that? I was so gonna he was try- making fun of me. If you would have just got mad at me because you I didn't was, know the answer, that would have been, to... been No, that I been wasn't mad at you. What organs help you breathe, Eddie? Oh, those are the lungs. Correct. Amy, the average human has 32 of these by the time they become an adult. 
Okay, by the time you come in an adult, you have 32. You have, th- I mean. The average human has 32 of these by the time they become an adult. I don't know. You have a lot of lymph nodes in your body, but I don't know how many. Those two know it because they, they're, they're doing the thing yeah, with it. They right know now. it. But you're looking yeah, the other way. They both, way, so they both cool. know it. And they were rubbing it in your that face. They cool. both knew it. What? Uh-huh. Lymph nodes? I don't know what that is. Uh, Okay, lymph nodes. Listen, Amy. 32. The average human has 32 of these by the time they become an adult. Average human, 32. Listen. Answer. Lymph nodes. You've been booed. Of course I have. Guys? Teeth. Teeth. Yeah. Pretty easy one there. 32 teeth. Amy has been eliminated. All right, guys. The category is 90s country. Oh, Oh, yes. Great. Come on. Lunchbox is a tough one for you, I know. Of course. I mean, yeah, I know. But hey, you know what? What? I will survive. That's not a country song. Dang Lunchbox, it. what country singer was 13 years old when they released their song, Blue, in 1994? Blue. Hold on, don't, don't tell me. Leanne Rhymes. Correct. Wow. Oh, you were going to play a clip for me? Yeah. And you were like, I didn't know that. You rushed I, it. I, I, sorry. I was, I, I, I had to think of it, and I thought of it, and I had to go. <gasps> Eddie. Come on. What was the name of Alabama's 1992 hit about always rushing to do things? I'm in a hurry. Correct. I'm in a hurry to get things done. Oh, I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really got to do is live and die. But I'm yeah. in a hurry and don't know why. Wow. All right, the next category Come is on. red. Red, red. Lunchbox, what's the name of the cartoon Big Red Dog who has a children's book series about their adventures? Clifford. Correct. Yes! Yes! Eddie, what superhero is known for his big red cape? Superman. Correct! Lunchbox, in the category of red. Oh. Who released an album called Red in 2012? What? Well, what, are we going to get a genre? <laughs> no. It's a very famous album. No, no, no. Who released an album called Red in 2012. Who released a Red album in 2012? The album's titled Red. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we get a genre again? Just part of speech? Uh, Taylor Swift. Correct. No way! Are you serious? How did you do? You knew yeah. the whole time. I, how would I know? I just, how would you guess that? Yeah. I mean, guys, I just tried to guess someone that was really big. I don't know. Correct. Wow. Oh, my goodness. How's he so lucky? It, it was Eddie, what red crustaceans can be found off the northeast coast of the United States? That's a lobster. That's correct. All right, we're going to have to pause. <sighs> Got a commercial? It's mano a mano. Okay. We'll play a song. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Mano a mano, Lunchbox and Eddie... Dog. Well, I don't want to say dog fight. I don't say it anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. The dog race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> I know what you can say. Cock fight. No. Why, why, why would you do that, that and not dog fight? Okay. 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 Right. okay. All right. All right. We're going to play this. We'll okay. come back in a second. More of easy trivia in a second. <laughs> All right. We're down to two people. It's Lunchbox and Eddie. Easy trivia. The category is celebrity catchphrases. What musician Lunchbox says? Another one. DJ Khaled. Correct. Yeah. Wow. What up? Wow. Another one. Another one. Wow. Yeah. Eddie. Come on. Jim Tan Laundry, a.k.a. GTL, was a catchphrase on what reality TV show? What? Jim Tan 
Laundry, a.k.a. GTL, was a catchphrase on what reality TV show? I'm just going to go with Tan, and I'm going to guess Jersey Shore. Correct. Wow, that was a straight guess. Never has seen one episode of that. How did you not watch one episode of the greatest, one of the greatest shows in the history of American know, television? <laughs> wow. Hey, Goodness. Lunchbox, catchphrases. Oh, boy. Bad Baby's catchphrase that she became known for after appearing on Dr. Phil. Catch me outside. 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 Right. He, she, she, just, hey, she just did a speech in front of Oxford. Oh. Catch She's, me outside. How about that? She made $20 million on OnlyFans this year. Oh, my god. Guys, I, I'm all about it. What? Catch me outside. Eddie. Come on. What celebrity went viral for these two catchphrases? One, Tiger Blood. And two, winning. Tiger Blood and winning. Is it one celebrity? Can you ask again? What celebrity went viral for his catchphrases, such as uh, Tiger Blood and winning? Gosh, what is winning? Tiger Blood. Is that Paris Hilton? Yeah! Bundy! <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Sheen! Let's go! Another one! Another one! What? That was Charlie Sheen. He's yeah. got your number. Ugh. This guy. He was like, winning. You gave him a nibble of success. That's all he wants to do. He goes to the buffet now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll end. That was his last win, I he promise. He has one more win and he's a champ again oh. overall. No, that's it. Lunchbox, wow. top five TV shows of all time. Where do you put Jersey Shore? Just give me give me one all the way down to five. Just all time, you and your life, top five. Number one. Real world. Okay. And, and I lumped the real world road rules and the challenge all in one because they're all one big family. Number two. Jersey Shore. Wow, number two of all time is Jersey Shore. Man, man, that show was so good. All time. All time. Over the teen pregnancies? Number three. Oh, teen mom is three. Gosh, 16 and pregnant teen mom goes same. number three. Same family. Yeah, same family. <laughs> four? Uh, four would probably be Survivor. Love Survivor. So freaking good. Oh, my goodness. And number five, that 70s show. That's, that's, oh, I thought that's you a go reality Amazing show? Race. No. That 70s show is, is the one scripted show. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. Loved it. Such a funny show. So those are <laughs> top five. Do you get offended when people call that, like, trash TV? Yeah. I don't understand what's trashy about it. Like, it's like competition. It's reality. It's real life. Yeah. So good. Like, yeah. I like trashy TV is more like... The Real Housewives or The Bachelor, Bachelorette. That's what? very similar to the... What, what? Ah, not so much. Uh-huh. They don't do anything. On there, they don't compete for anything. They're what just, do what do, what do team moms do? That was documenting their life from a struggle of a sixteen-year-old. No, no, they're competing in the <laughs> life, like trying to well, survive. So housewives, okay. yeah, housewives got it made. Okay. Well, lunchbox, you are the winner. Nice job. Yes, buddy. he is our winner. He is Dang. your champion. It's unbelievable. He's getting two claps. That's it in the room. I'm, but it I'm is what clapping. it is. I know. Just you and lunchbox. That's it. That's it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Bellevue, Washington. A 17-year-old man walked into a Louis Vuitton store, grabbed $18,000 worth of handbags, and goes sprinting out. Oh, the door's wide open. Oh, wait. That's the window that's really clean. Boom! Ran right into it. Nice. Knocked himself out. I bet the workers went, oh, (laughs) like that. They were like, oh, my. I wonder what happened. Did someone, like, pounce on him then? 
Yeah, they made sure he was okay, but then they called police and he was arrested. And he was part of a bigger ring. Like, I mean, he was part of a whole syndicate, I guess you call it. I bet he gets a nickname when he gets out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, they call him like Winder. <laughs> hey, Winder, why do you call him that? Well, I ran into a Winder once to mall. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to be watching Arkansas and LSU. Jordan Davis and I have a big bet. He's a big LSU guy, big Louisiana guy. Mm. I'm a big Arkansas dude. Big bet? Mm-hmm. Like, like, big one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're the underdog big time. And LSU's top 10 team. But here, I, ain't nobody prouder of Arkansas than me. I don't care. I don't care if we're the underdog. I don't care if we only got seven men versus their 11. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm going all in <laughs> on the hog, baby. So Saturday's going to be fun. Um, but that's me the weekend. I'm home. It's pretty good. Uh, the weather may be pretty good. So just staying in town and watching football, you? Yeah, big championship game, football. Um, I think uh, Navy versus White or something. Oh, your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking college. Navy versus no. White? <laughs> Who's White? Uh, a bunch of 12-year-olds. I don't know. Is it on DraftKings? <laughs> it better not be. Yeah, yeah I don't Can think that'd imagine? be good. Eddie? Oh, I'm laying low, dude. I'm going to put some tea bags on my eye, and hopefully when I come back, this eye is going to be... Back to normal. Do you want yeah. me? I mean, I can teabag you. No, 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 no. I'm going to play okay. like a real teabag. Oh, lunchbox. Oh, uh, just hanging out. All right, there we go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, let's do a movie review from, from Mike real quick. Mike, I know you saw that Weird Al Yankovic story. Yeah. Who's the main actor in that? Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. I loved Weird, Weird Al as a kid. And so he's the guy that did all the period. Just eat it. Just, just eat, eat it. it. He did... You got the white stuff. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, what's Ride and Dirty? Uh, oh, ride, white, uh, and nerdy. Nerdy. <laughs> white and Nerdy. White and Nerdy. White and Nerdy, that's right. My Bologna. Yeah, he got really, he's really, really famous back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, where do you watch the movie? On Roku. What? All you have to do is Google Weird Al movie and it's available for free. Cool. Do you have to have the Roku the no, box? You can watch it on your computer. That's where I watched it. Okay. And what'd you think about it? Oh, it's hilarious. It's completely ridiculous, but if you like music parody movies... You'll love it. That pop star movie, by the way, which is a music parody movie, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Is that Andy Samberg? Andy Samberg. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. like that and like Dewey Cox stories. So if you like those movies, you'll love this one. Is it somewhat real about Weird Al? I'd say it's about 20% real. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like a doc. Get, he was playing Weird Al for real. No, not really. A lot of it's made up, but it's funny. Okay. The Weird Al Yankovic story. All right. There you go. Thank you, guys. Bye, everybody. This is a Bobby Bones show. Bobby Bones. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.